The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. Portions of the show may be previously recorded. Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Listen and grow as Dell questions the status quo, encourages you to think differently, and empowers you to make a better life. Get ready as Dell challenges core beliefs, seeks the truth, and reveals the roadmap to the lifestyle you really want. And now your host, multi-millionaire, national award-winning investor, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today is Tell Del Tuesday, and the guest we have today is another great story of someone who was a disbeliever at worst a hard-to-come-around believer at best, but yet came around and became totally successful, ran into some personal hardship, came out of the other end of it with a totally new life. Uh, with us here today out of Dallas, Texas, is Jeff Culverhouse. Jeff, welcome to the show. Hey, Bill. How are you doing? Good. A little hard to believe. Had some friends around. It tells the story how you found out about lifestyles and We'll kind of mesh that in with why you decided to do something after so many, uh, so long a time not wanting to jump in when your friends were telling you about it. Just kind of tell us that story. A lot of people out sure. there, Jeff, need this story because they're doing the same thing. Yeah, yes, yeah, com- completely understand. Yeah, so I was first introduced to Lifestyles Unlimited by a couple of friends that were uh, talking about joining this. They had heard about the uh, about the thing from a co-worker of ours and they went to the two-day you know of course you know everybody's like this seems too good to be true so you know they they had to do their research and and looked everything up and they decided to go ahead and join um the multifamily pig group and when they did that they you know kept trying to get me to do this i was carpooling to work with them for w-2 jobs and and um they kept telling me to join i'm like ah it's, you know not for me I'm, i don't have the capital and so <clears throat> this that went on for several years actually <laughs> as they're making a lot of money and you know i'm not with my 401k and uh eventually they you know they they kept on looking at it and it just made sense to be a lead uh, to, to do the syndications themselves, and when they did that, that's when when we finally joined Lifestyles Unlimited. Um, we got into our first deal with one of our friends. Unfortunately, we missed the. You know, we had two friends that were in. We missed his deal, and he had like a hundred and thirty percent return in a year and a day. <laughs> the other one we got into was great. Also, it was a sixty-eight percent return in just over a year. And so at that point, we were like, okay, this, this makes a lot of sense. And then it became, you know, still carpooling with my friends. Then it became, you know, you really should be a syndicator, be a lead. And I'm like, eh, and I don't need to. I'm you know, doing pretty good with my job and, and uh, you know, 
it's, it's a good life, right? And the the turning point for me was getting a uh, my yearly review after I had been working many many hours Saturdays and you know evenings and uh, you know sacrificing a lot for the family to work up my W two job. And when I got my raise that year, it was like two point three percent, and I was I kind of laughed at my my manager, I'm like, are you serious? And he's like, well, you know, you're at the top of your pay band, so you know, you need a promotion to get a better rate. And so the first thing out of there is I called my buddy that was a lead and said, all right, I'm ready. You've been telling me to jump. I'm ready. Let's go. And uh, that was in February of 2019. By July, we bought our first property. So you had already been a member since 2016. You just passively invested. Is that what you're saying? Correct. Passively invested from 2016 to 2019. You know, we were in a few deals. We have we have a, a huge friend network that's that's in lifestyles, and so I had a bunch of friends that actually started becoming lead, and that's <laughs> that was the deals I invested in. And and really, you know, uh, between the mentors at lifestyles and my friends that were leads, I had such a huge advantage uh, becoming a syndicator. You know, doing this because I had so many people to to lean on. So getting started in the first place, Jeff, you're saying to me that the turning point for you was seeing your friends become leads because even your friends telling you to do it, you, you wouldn't do it, but you didn't, you finally joined because of the pay thing. Uh, I'm trying to reconcile the, the difference here of what broke that that you know sealed it's kind of like there's never enough uh, reason to go forward until you hate where you're at uh, <laughs> right right i get that yeah. but you yeah. know what exactly broke that seal that said okay that's it i'm going was it the so, job was it your friends starting to be leads which one was it really there's two breakover points the first one was in 2016 uh, when we, you know, we saw our friends, um, our really, really close friends, gaining a lot of wealth and having, um, that, you know, their 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 income was was coming up because they started getting passive income uh, through their investments. And this that was, you know, when 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 they became leads. That's when we said, okay, we need to, to join this group. We can, you know, we can invest with our friends, and you know that'll be safe, and you know we trust them. So that was the breakover point for joining Lifestyles. And then, you know, we, we were in, and you know, you must meet so many good people, and, and you know, there are a ton of leads to 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 invest with and everything. But you know, luckily for us, we had just a lot of friends, and we had, you know. The amount of capital we had was good for just investing with with our our close friends. But now we've you know now now we've got a lot more more friends in there, and, and it's uh, it's it's so easy to find investments. But the second breakover point was my job not uh, respecting me and giving me the raise what you know what what I deserved, and that was when I'm like okay, uh, let's move forward and do syndications, and then. So 2019 is when when that happens, and then you know we retired. I retired in May of 2021 when I bought my second uh, deal. So here's the, the dilemma I have right now, Jeff. 
as much as it was really good for you to have your friends in there, that gave you that little extra bit of confidence to cross over. Now that you're a lead yourself, not all of your people that are invested with you are your friends, right? No, well, no. now they're your friends, but before <laughs> that, they weren't your outside friends. They're, you met them here. What I'm trying to get across is now that you've been through it, do you think you could have done just as well even though you hadn't got in with your friends? Now, I understand the safety oh, yeah. factor, you, yeah. you know, thinking yeah. you're with your friends, right? Um, yeah, yes, no, no doubt about it. It's, it's uh, you know, in, you know, you say this a lot. It's the, the, the engineers, the, 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 the people that have to analyze everything. That, that's me. And so, you know, it's, it, it's, it, now, of course, I can, I see the, the difference. And, and yeah, no, no doubt. It, we didn't need to have the friends in it that, that just, that was just the, they were the selling point for me, you know, cause I never, you know, I didn't, that's how I knew about lifestyles with three friends. And there was just so many of my friends that had, and once I got in and I realized there's even more than I knew, a lot of the people I worked with, in our company has there's a lot of there was a lot of people in there but, <laughs> really yeah, that's oh, yeah. funny actually yeah 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 there's a there's a huge group of, <laughs> of of folks from from where i worked in there but no there's we've made so many friends and yeah like you said the people that invested with us you know we have a hundred and over 150 investors and in, you know in all of our deals so we we have uh, met a lot of people. <laughs> no doubt. All right. Well, we want to talk about your deals next, but we're coming up on a break here, so we're going to go ahead and uh, go to break before we get into the deals. Uh, we've got this situation where Jeff has done four deals. Uh, two of them were starter deals that he's already sold for great uh, gains, and then the other two are his stability deals, the ones that got him out of corporate America. So we'll come back and we'll talk about all these deals in just a few moments. We'll be right back with Jeff Culbertson and the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Got questions? Email Dell at askdell at luinc.com. That's askdell at luinc.com. More life changing wisdom when Dell returns in moments. I created these case studies 30 years ago for this reason. You're the accountant, you're the CPA. You're the, the engineer, the IT guy. Do you follow what I'm saying? You're the little quiet cubicle guy. And you don't see yourself as a rich millionaire. So I have to bring the cubicle people up here. And you go, honey, look, he's got the same shoes I have on. Right? And he speaks in the same language that I speak in. And you've got to be able to see somebody you can relate to or relate with for this to work. Part of the reason I want you to speak to other people is because half of your, I'd say, challenge is that you don't believe you can be rich, is that you don't believe you can retire within five years. Until you can reconcile that in your mind, you won't be willing to take the steps necessary to get there. 
Join us today. Check for in-person and online dates at lukstudy.com. You allowed 15,000 members into your sandbox. Thank you. And so that speaks volumes. So for that and as a family. So you know why I did that? Everybody always asks, why did you do this? Because I was an ugly kid. (laughs) My parents used to have to put a pork chop around my neck so the dog would play with me. And so I always wanted to have friends, and I figured if I could make people rich, they might be my friend. Join Dell and his successful friends. Start with a free online workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. So when I say be ready, number one, to get ready, you better join up Lifestyles Unlimited and learn all these things we're talking about. You're out there piddling and, you know, internet information and your buddy's information or your dad's information. It's not going to get you the results that we're talking about. You're going to have to be educated in what we're doing. Learn from the people that are already where you want to be. Join us for the free online workshop at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. I'm Jeff Davis with Just a Thought. In a conversation recently, someone was talking about skin color. I made the statement that the darker the skin tone, some people have a more difficult time. Now, this is separate from what we think of as racism. Now, how did I arrive at such a charged notion that could be considered a racial comment? I read. Skin tone is not a characteristic of a single so-called racial category. Having an intelligent conversation about it with someone is sometimes forbidden and ends with someone getting upset. But to define it, since we are all in the only race there truly is, the human race, is to group people based on physical or social characteristics. Now, some might say it's been that way since God destroyed the Tower of Babel, separating humans by language. That's the root of the word babbling when someone makes no sense. Colorism, also known as shadism, is a real determination of prejudice in some countries, even within a variety of racial groups. But like many things we experience, judgment based on skin tone is an illusion, and the problem is worldwide. Just a thought. I'm Jeff Davis. Start your real estate immersion with a free workshop live online at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Remember this. Sellers, motivated sellers are found, but deals are made. A reminder from Del Wamsley, CEO of Lifestyles Unlimited. Learn how to find those motivated sellers and get the deals done. Join our free online workshop and learn how to retire in five years or less at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. I don't know which one bums you out more, the, the little wheel, you get in the little wheel and run, or the cubicle. Go to your prison cubicle. Think about being a prisoner every day. What do you do? You get up every day and stand in your cubicle. Maybe sit in your cubicle. What do you do when you go to work every day? Go to the cubicle. I couldn't put up with it when I was there. I had to get out. Ready to get out too? Learn how at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Retiring America, one person at a time. This is the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Now, more unconventional wisdom from your host, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show with me here today on Tell Del Tuesday is Jeff Culverhouse out of Dallas, Texas. We've talked about what brought him into Lifestyles. Now we're going to go ahead and discuss his first deal. He jumped right into, well, he did passive deals with his friends first, I'm sorry, then down the line, three years later, he decided he wanted to go out and get started as a syndicator, as a lead investor, as we call them here. And he put together his first deal. Let's talk about that one. Jeff, uh, how easy or hard or complex was it to go ahead and put together your first syndication deal? 
Yeah, it was um it was it was so different, right? It's 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 different than doing your W two job and uh it it becomes about working your network and, and talking to brokers and, and establishing relationships and we um honestly I was at a it was an old capital event. We were listening to Dr. Doc Tower and I happened to be there and was just shaking hands with some brokers and the guy mentioned a um, off-market deal up in Denison, and I'm like, huh, I really hadn't really thought about that that market. It's kind of a, a, more, a little more of a tertiary market now. It's growing huge up there. But um, anyway, started looking it up, and and we went and and uh, I went through the lifestyle system and, and got that property, you know, under tag, and and we um, started talking to him. Come to find out, it was a lifestyles member that owned the property. And uh, after a few months, we we uh, going back and forth. We you know we put submitted the LOI, and kind of a, a difficult story because we when we submitted the LOI, we it got accepted, and then like shortly after that, my wife's um, her her father just all of a died, and so. Um, we were having to deal with that, and we were like, "Okay, we're we're still going to go on." And you know, we got under contract, and then as soon as we got under contract, uh, my wife was diagnosed with breast cancer, and so at that point it became, "Okay, what are we doing to you know? Can we handle this? Can we do it?" And and we both kind of were like, "You know, this this deal kind of the numbers were working looked so good, and and you know, just kind of." came to us fairly quickly because, you know, like I said, we went, we decided to go leave in February. So, you know, after getting all of the, you know, your initial stuff, gathering the team, you know, getting everything together, you know, it was March or so before we really started looking. And so I think it was April when we found that property. So it was real quick. Um, we, we got that and, um, yeah, we we you know we're going through all this stuff and we're trying to acquire a property, and uh, yeah, but we we went fine. We closed in July of 2019. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of a weird time there too because we're, we're dealing with all these you know surgeries and and, and everything, and, and we're learning how to self manage a property and and you know and I'm that and balancing my W T job. And, um, you know, we were really expecting Molly to, to do a lot more of the operations work on that property, but she was, you know, obviously not in the best state to, to be, to be working on that. So, um, we balanced and juggled everything and, and then, you know, come 2020, then COVID hits. <laughs> so, but, but, but honestly, the property did really well through COVID. We, we had a couple of people skip, but luckily they didn't stay. They skipped. So um, we were able to refill those spots really quickly up there. And the property just performed really, really well. And we were really had wanted to look at trying to sell it right at a year end because, you know, we had, we had our NOI was where it needed to be. And, and, you know, we thought we could make a really good return at that point, you know, but, but we had a fire three weeks 
before we had it a year. And so we had to take care of that. So after that, which was actually really good because, you know, it was an influx of cash to the property and we were able to really renovate those four units that were damaged. And when we did that, you know, we were able to push rents, of course, on Lowe's and just show more of a value. And so uh, we sold it in August of 2021. Uh, so just a year and, and uh, four months or so, I think. And it was uh, total return to the total gain for the passive was 103%. That was, you know, that was including distributions and, and the uh, gain from the sale. But really, really good. Uh, everybody's happy with it. And, and yeah, that's how that, that deal went. Well, that sounds excellent. Let me ask you a personal question on this. It's quite a struggle. I mean, just the story you can just imagine going through having a job, having the wife going through all the cancer surgery, and starting a new business all at the same time, and you're doing it by yourself because she's obviously devastated by cancer. Um, that's tough. How'd you get through all that, man? How old are your kids, by the way? Just out of curiosity to build on the story. Okay, so yeah, my kids are right now. They're 16 and 14. So you know, 13 and you know, a couple of years ago. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so yeah, they, they're they're they were you know. Not in high school, so in, in, in grade school, you know, down in, in middle school. So, you know, they're young. So it's, it's, they did help me where they could. They definitely were huge help, you know. And, you know, they like to go out to the property too. So they would go with me occasionally, but, you know, still they're going with school and stuff. But you know, it was uh, uh, having the support of friends and the mentors and, and the, you know, the, the operations consultants at Lifestyles. Um, but I, I, I mean, honestly, in a normal situation, I don't know how anybody would do it without that, that support network. Um, but in, in, you know, of course, in the situation we were in, we, we leaned on, on friends and family and everything to, to, to get us through. But, uh, it was, you know, I, I think it, it, it really comes down to how you, you know what you make of what you're given, and I, I always try to find the positives and everything. And things like I was able to take some FMLA at work to, when Molly had the surgeries, and so that gave me time to at least you know put the W two job on hold, and then I could focus on Molly and on and on you know the new job, the new learning how to operate and run a, a small business. So that's really kind of how, how we got through it. All right. Another personal question. You said the fire created a situation where you had to upgrade four units, and that really showed you uh, what the prices could be. I've only got 30 seconds left here, so I, uh, this is an important question. I don't know if I really want to throw it at you before the break, so let me go ahead and hold on to this one. But it's going to be along these lines. Uh, would you have made the changes you made without the fire, which would have then led to the proof of concept that the property is worth a lot more than what you thought it was worth. Think about that one over the break. When we come back, I'll ask it to you again. We'll be right back with Jeff Culverson and the Dell Wamsley Radio Show.
reaching you with a roadmap to creating the lifestyle you really want. Keep listening. The Del Wamsley Radio Show returns in moments. What does Del Wamsley, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, think you need to succeed in this market? It's time to buy, and so you better get prepared, you better get educated, you better get your money right. You need to get involved because you're going to need the financing. You're going to need the vendors that we have available to us. You're just going to need the interaction with people. You need to immerse yourself into real estate. Start your real estate immersion with the free workshop live online at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Your challenge is that you don't believe you can be rich, is that you don't believe you can retire within five years. That's half of your challenge. And until you can come up with that belief system, until you can reconcile that in your mind, you won't be willing to take the steps necessary to get there. So you need to get in here and meet some people. Join us for the next free workshop and meet the people at Lifestyles Unlimited that will share Del Wamsley's belief system and empower you to take the steps you need to be successful. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. I was at a seminar one time and a guy was sitting up there and he was saying, what you really need is you need the young, aggressive entrepreneur people to go out there and take that money and invest it with them. I walked up to the front of the stage and I said, hey, I'm that guy you're talking about that should be mentoring these people on how to do this. The guy goes, sir, we don't allow solicitation. And I said, no, 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 you don't understand. I'm here to tell you I'm exactly the guy you were telling them to look for. And I'm willing to help them for nothing. And the guy goes, if you don't stop soliciting, I'm going to have to have security come and get you. And I said, I can see you're a scam. I'll just leave. Everything I said had gone through the intercom. So I walked out of the seminar room and 200 people followed me. And that's how Lifestyles was started. Are you ready to get up and follow Dell? Join us today at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. You're hearing the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Want more life-changing knowledge? Access our podcast and listen on demand at lifestylesunlimited.com under the radio tab. Now your host, Dell Wamsley. Welcome back to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today on Tell Dell Tuesday is Jeff Culverhouse out of Dallas, Texas. And uh, as we went to break, uh, I wanted to ask him a question about his first deal. Whereas he had a fire and the fire um, forced him to remodel four units. At the end of that remodel, Jeff, um, my question to you was, okay, now you've got these nicer units and you rented them. Did you get a rent increase out of that? And if so, how much? Yes, we we got about a $125 bump uh, on those. And, And keep in mind, that's on top of the pushes that we were already doing on ours so we had that that market didn't really have a lot of granite and stuff like that in there but we were like well uh you know with this influx of cash let's let's go ahead and see what we can do and we sure enough we were able to push it because our because our other rents we were actually pushing probably three hundred dollars more than what he was at when we took over and so now we're pushing another 100, 125 on top of that. So we really had a big bump in our, you know, in the income. And so, uh, you know, this was 2021, and we, we, we sold that property for 103 a door. I think we bought it for 67 a door. 
so it was uh, it was a uh, you know pretty pretty substantial increase. Now you had asked uh, would we have done that had we not had the fire? Uh, no, uh, we we wouldn't have because we didn't have the capital for for that type of a renovation on them. Um, you know, we had a pretty slim uh, budget going into it. We, you know, the, the intent was to really fix up the exterior and you know clean up the interiors. That he had already started doing um, pretty good turns on the units, and we just continued doing what they were doing before. So my question then is, and this is just conceptual type question, is you changed four units and you'd already had a great increase. You got more out of those four units. You now are, are forced to make a decision. Do we go ahead and renovate the other 18 units or 17 units, I guess it would be, and get the full bang for a buck out of this deal before we get out, or do we get out right away because it's only 21 units and we have no management team, maintenance team, whatever, and it's way too much personal work? Tell us that. Give us the brain conversation on that one. Sure, sure. Uh, you, you know, the, yeah, like you said, we, we increased it so much, so we were cash flowing. We were definitely cash flowing well. And um, so do you keep holding that? You know, the investors like to have the cash flow. But we also, when we bought the property, we, you know, it was deal or deal one. And so we had full intent of it being a value play deal where we, we, you know, sell in the first couple, you know, for a few years. And so, you know, with to, to keep in line with what we had promised the investors uh, and, and to us that, you know, like you said, it's a, Small property self-managing means I'm the one up there uh, showing showing units and and you know walking with with the with the potential residents and everything. So uh, that that played a big factor in it. You know, do do we continue? Um, well, one we didn't have we probably didn't have enough funds to to redo all of them unless we ate into the you know the the cash flow. The other thing was we wanted to leave some meat on the bone for another, uh, you know, you know, another maybe aspiring lead or something to come in and, and take over, uh, like that. So, so we wanted to leave meat on the bone as well. Okay, so let's go on to your next one. You sold that one, one hundred and three percent gain. Um, you went on and did a forty-two unit, and you acquired that in twenty-one. And let's see, that was uh, April of 21, but you sold the other one in August of 21. So you actually had an overlap there of both properties for a while? We did. And, you know, that, too, was a, a deciding factor in me going ahead and retire. I had, uh, at that point, I had just had 20 years in at my job, and I decided to go ahead and take retirement. I, you know, I mean, it's at, at that point, it was really about uh Keeping the insurance mostly is why you know the, the official retirement was on that. But the reason I did that is because the property that we took over was a 40, 42 unit property in downtown Plano, uh, which sounds amazing, right? Because of the location, it, and it, it truly was an amazing and is an amazing property. And um, but it was like fifty seven percent occupied when we got it. And so because of the overlap with still having to try to sell 
a property and now I'm taking over a heavy lift project. I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want the W2 to get in the way of this. You know, there's a, we uh, take this as a, a huge responsibility to our investors and, you know, uh, that's always been the thing. We want this to be our true focus. And so we made the decision to, even though I'm not, you know, I wasn't really replacing my six-figure income with this, you know, it's just those properties were, you know, it's it wasn't that as much money as I was making. So um, it was kind of a leap of faith. Um, we knew what we could do and where we could go. And so, yeah, so I went ahead and retired and uh Took the took it by the horns and and uh, you know we we because it was 57 percent occupied when we bought it we were able to go in day one you know we took over on a, I think it was a Friday on Saturday I was meeting with the contractors Monday we had them in one of the units and we we're tearing walls out and opening them up and everything and I think within a you know, two weeks we had a unit ready to go and so we had like five units ready to 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 rent out within the first couple of months and so uh, you know we took that over in april and by the fourth quarter we did a think a 10 percent distribution (laughs) so it was it was that one was fast so i'm going to ask you a question that if not one there's a thousand people out there wanting to hear that is how did you deal with the insurance with your wife having cancer and all I know there's Cobra for some period of time, but what? How did you overcome the fear of not being able to get insurance for her pre-existing <laughs> so, condition? So with, uh, with with my job, like I said, I had 20 years in, so I was able to keep the insurance. Um, and in fact, I still have that insurance. We have insurance for our employees as well, and we really, really that insurance was so good to us, and uh, we wanted to to keep that kind, the same insurance. So we have the same. Uh, it's BCBS is who we had with uh, with with my other job, and and like I said, we kept their plan just because you know it's a huge company that I work for, and they had a you know really good plan. And so we just, I, I get no, they don't subsidize it. So I pay what they were playing plus what I, what I was paying. But, um, in the long run, yeah, it's, it's well worth it. Especially considering, uh, you know, what, what you know, we still, we still have a lot of medical bills and stuff like that. Cause you know, she's still getting treatments and, uh, so you were allowed to do that because you had 20 years in the job. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Correct, correct. I was able to keep okay. the insurance because because of that, that I was able to retire. But that being said, um, when we bought our third property and we started having employees, then we we offer insurance and we we cut we we use BCBS for for our employees too. So um, we can actually change over to that. It's just that you know I, yeah, I'm going to have a hard time competing with a big company's insurance plan. <laughs> Yeah, I hear you. All right, let's talk about the third property. Uh, when did that fit in? Uh, you sold in September of 22 on the second property. You purchased this one October of 21, so there's more overlap there even. In fact, that's just right after you bought the other one. Yeah, so, you know, this, this, this. Uh, uh, like I said earlier, this is all about your connections. And um, in... Shortly, it was honestly very, very shortly after we had closed on our deal two, 
I had a friend come to me with a pocket deal. Look, we need to sell. And, uh, you know, if you can meet this number, you know, no brokers involved, truly pocket deal. Um, so what happened is I, and, and I'm, I'm not, and when I say it was right after, I think I found out about this like a week after we closed. And so I'm like, what do I do? And I talked to the mentors and you know, I talked to my friends and, and then I went to the mentors and was like, Hey, and, and they were like, well, you know, if it's a deal you can't pass up on, you don't want to pass up on it. So you know, talk to your investors and see what they say. And so. Let's we, go ahead and take uh, a break there, Jeff, before you get into the, to what you're about to share with everybody so everybody can come back from the break. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with Jeff Culverhouse and the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. about today's teaching want to know more attend a free workshop go to lifestylesunlimited.com more life-changing principles in moments when the Dell Wamsley radio show continues lifestyles unlimited says the things you can't say to your friends boss kids financial planner or your spouse need us to deliver the message don't worry we podcast every broadcast at lifestylesunlimited.com slash radio. Go to lifestylesunlimited.com slash radio and turn up your speakers for everyone to hear. We deliver unconventional wisdom 24 hours a day. lifestylesunlimited.com slash radio or wherever you get your podcasts. For 30 years, I've taken the smartest people I could find and then held them up as examples for you guys to learn from. We're all only as strong as our best people. But the best part about this is that these best people are willing to give back. Ready to learn from the best? It starts with our free online workshop. Stop depending on your paycheck. Quit worrying about retirement. Register now at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Right now, we're coming upon a great opportunity. It's that time in which you are going to find that the marketplace is changing and it is shifting to a buyer's market away from a seller's market. Number one, the brokers don't want you to know that. They're going to do everything they can do to keep you from believing the truth. Number two, the sellers don't want to believe it, although in the back of their minds they know it. Now that doesn't mean everybody will crater for you. But some people are going to be in those situations where they have to negotiate for deals. And you've got to be there. Now, if you're not there, you won't get one. Join us for the free online workshop and we'll show you how to be in the right place at the right time in any market cycle. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com. That's LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com. Do you have questions you'd like to ask Dell? Do so by emailing your question to askdel at luinc.com. Dell answers his email and often shares his answers on air so others grow and learn as well. Dell, I joined Lifestyles 18 months ago and I have never understood how much to put into each deal. I'm about to come into $1.2 million and I'm considering investing $100,000 in the next 12 deals. Staying away from the smaller amounts. Your thoughts. I told the gentleman, I said, look, with $1.2 million, though, I would consider getting your own deal where you have total control and you can double it in value and you get all the benefits and you don't share them with anybody. You go back to me, he said, Dell, I'm 81 years old. 
I think pass is where I need to be. Well, in that case, then passive is where you need to be if you're 81 years of age. I understand that, and I don't like working either. Visit our website at lifestylesunlimited.com. Keep listening. Your host, multimillionaire and national award-winning investor, Del Wamsley, continues in seconds on the Lifestyles Unlimited radio network. Lifestyles Unlimited members share their stories and strategies for success at case study events. If you got laid off tomorrow, what would you do? Would you have to be working at McDonald's or wait to try and find another job with the downsizing the economy? Kept on coming to meetings, even with David Fisher online and stuff like that, but still we just like, we need to make the jump. So we kept praying for time to get this job done, to, to be able to find the properties. How do we find the properties? How do you find the time? And God answered our prayers and he got downsized from his corporate job. But they didn't buy just one house, right? No, they did not. You're rehabbing house number nine. Right now. nine. Wow. So every month, the cash flow is $3,200. Okay. The equity of all the houses is up to 280000 Join us this month and learn from people just like you. Check in person and online dates at lucasestudy.com. That's lucasestudy.com. Welcome back to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. Got a question? Call 855-497-4DELL. That's 855-497-4335. Or email Dell at askdell at l-u-i-n-c dot com. Welcome back to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today on Tell Dell Tuesday is Jeff Culverhouse out of Dallas, Texas. And Jeff, uh, let's pick it up where I had to cut you off there when we went to the break, if you could. Sure. Uh, I think I was, uh, we were talking about the Phil 3. It just came to me and, and we, we got this. And I went to my investors. You know, this was, this was, I, I was so nervous about this because I was like, here we are just barely. Uh, you know, I still at at that point when I started talking to them, we still had deal one that we were trying to sell. Bringing up deal two, which was a huge, uh, you know, it was fifty some percent occupied. So, and then I get this other deal thrown in my lap, and it's like, man, the numbers are so good on this. You know, the the you know, the, the the cost basis of it was great, and so it was like. You know, I can't not do this. So I went to my investors, and I'm, I'm, you know, and a lot of them were the ones that followed me from, you know, that were in my deal one. So they knew my style, knew how, you know, how it worked, and um, and a lot of people were, were real happy to be in in both deals, and then our new investors too. And so I'm like, do you, you know, can can we move forward with this, um, you know? And everybody, it was it was a a, a pretty. Yeah, it was it was a good good yes, resounding yes. So we moved forward with it, and that one took a while to close. Um, honestly, it's it's of of the deals we've done, that's been the the most challenging. It was uh, the operations in that on that that property were not very good, and when we took over, and so we were fighting a lot of things like the city. Uh, they didn't like the property. Of course, now they do. So the, it's good. We're a year, about a year and a half into it, and so the, the it took a long time to turn that ship around. But it's really, really performing well now. So, 
All right, so then you went on and bought another one, number four, and that was another 150 units, and that was uh, closed this year in February. Uh, real quick on that one, then we're going to go to another topic. Yeah, so, yeah, so that was, uh, and, and, you know, again, it had been uh, since 21, since the end of 21, since we acquired the last one, and we had just sold our deal two. And so, you know, we're looking for, you know, place that another another property. And we had a nice nice property come available in Bedford, Texas, 150 units. And this property has just been really well maintained. The owners have held it for like 22 years. And um, so, you know, they're ready to get out of it. One one of the sellers didn't so much want to sell. So that was a little challenging at times. But um, we got that one, and, and it, it took a while to close that one. We were doing it at a, you know, kind of a an, an interesting time. You know, this is when everything... Uh, you know, it was February of this year, so <laughs> it was. There's a lot of instability, a lot of a lot of questions, and um, but we we got it. We made it happen. It closed, and now it's uh, in the two months. You know, it's it's been uh, been good so far. We're we're able to push rents where we wanted to, and um, make starting to make the changes. And we got a lot of a, a lot of large exterior capital projects on that that we're we're looking at doing. We want to really make this property look great. It's in such a good sub-market with a bunch of really nice properties around it, and we just kind of want to level it up for the, the people that live there and make it, uh, you know, make it like a, like what we we typically have where we, you know, people are proud to call home. All right, so um, a couple of quick questions, kind of like uh, we only have a few minutes left, and I want to bullet point you a few things here. Number one, uh, Obviously, all these people can't be your friends and family that are in your deals, 100 people's in your deal. Uh, have you gotten over that you have to invest with your friends and family part yet? <laughs> yes, definitely. It, you know, honestly, it, was, it never was that we needed to invest with friends and family. It just so happened that we had a bunch of friends and family that were becoming first and second time leads uh, when we when we joined. And so that it became you know kind of a no-brainer to invest with those guys. Um, you know, we definitely had that not been the case would have would have invested with others. And plus, we've made so many friends now. It, it, if we invest in a in a deal, it's it's going to be with friends because we've made friends with with so many people that you know that we didn't know before. But as far as investors that we have, yeah, they, we have a we have a ton of investors that you know the expo is awesome for meeting people and and uh, you know we always do that and and that's where. You know, just just going to different lifestyles events, and it's 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 such a great community of people. Next question: Family members. You've said that in your uh, resume here that you have lots of family members that have joined up and are also involved. Uh, how did that all happen? So, thank you, Dale, for the uh, for the family and friends uh, promotions that that you run on on Christmases. So, so. Talk about me dragging, being dragged into this to, to deal. My mom and dad—they they didn't want to join. My dad—he was okay with it, but mom was really, really reluctant. And so they didn't join when I had my first deal. So they missed out on that hundred percent return. But they did—they did capitalize on my second deal with that hundred twenty-six return percent return in a year. But no, once I got. Uh, I got my mom and dad in. My aunts and uncles were already wanting to join too. After I finally started talking to them about it, you know, it's kind of a, it's, it's kind of something that you know most families don't talk about is the, the money and stuff. And so it was hard for me to, to, you know, to really to break the ice there with that. But once I did, 
So my mom and dad joined, then my aunt joined, my uncle joined, and now my other uncle has joined. And so uh, then my 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 wife's uh, sister Faye joined, and her son joined. So we just got a lot of a lot of family that that um, jumped on board, and you know they like it, and it's fun fun watching watching this. My uh, uh, my my. Sister and her brother and, and her husband have, have invested in quite a quite a bit of deals. They're pretty active down in the Houston area, so uh, it's been great for the family. It makes it interesting at you know family reunions and, and holidays and stuff. <laughs> I bet it does. I bet it does. Thank you for coming on and sharing your story. Uh, it says here that your daughter. You even got your daughter involved in some of this. Didn't you have a kid oh, working son, in? My, oh, it's your son. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm a 16 year old. He. Uh, you know, really, he's he's wanted to go to the properties a lot of times, and and so he comes out there, and and we started. I, I needed some help with inputting some invoices one day, and and he said, "Sure, I'll do that." And Jeff, yeah. appreciate you coming on, sharing your story with everybody. We got to cut you off now, and the rest of you out there, remember this: it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow. Listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Want more of Dell's unconventional wisdom? Go to lifestylesunlimited.com and click the radio tab. Listen to past shows, hear podcasts on demand, and find out how you can change your life today. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show is part of the Lifestyles Unlimited Radio Network. The information and opinions you hear on the Dell Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Dell Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Dell Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Dell Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.